What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Sober Plug Podcast, where we get you disconnected from addiction and plugged into recovery. I am your host, Connor Duffy. If you need help getting sober, you can reach out to my personal line. That is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. So I'm going to hop right into it. What I want to discuss are basically the two different reasons why you fear getting sober. And what stops people from getting sober to begin with is obviously the fear. Because if we didn't have fear of change, if we didn't have fear of a different way of living, then obviously we would just jump right into sobriety. You know what I mean? And and a lot of times people fear, um, there's a saying I really like, and sometimes people would rather live in known hells than explore strange heavens. And that right there is addiction in a nutshell. You know what I mean? We know exactly what addiction gives us. We know exactly what drug use and alcoholism is. And obviously when we experience the pain and the negative consequences of addiction, we still cannot get out of our own way. And it's because it's serving us in some way. It's giving us things that, it's giving us relief. And and in one way or another, it's a solution to some type of problem. You know what I mean? It could be anxiety. It could be past traumas. It could be um, the stresses of, of work or, or whatever else is going on in your life. The bottom line is that it is our main coping mechanism for dealing with the issues that arise in life. You know what I mean? And so when it comes down to changing that behavior, a lot of fear comes with that. Because even though it's a shitty coping mechanism, it's still one that has worked for us for a long time. And a lot of times we know, we remember what using looked like in the beginning. And we hold on to that. We hold on to that ideology and keep that relationship with addiction on the front of our minds instead of accepting the realities of what it looks like on the back end. I kind of look at addiction as like the toxic ex that you know for a fact you should not be with. And you know that it's not going to work out long term, but you just cannot get away from. And it's the same concept. It's because of fear. Fear keeps us paralyzed and in situations that we truly have no business being in. But we just cannot help ourselves when we are the only ones that are trying to, um, you know, come to a different way of living. We are set in our ways. So fear stops us from making healthier choices and progressing in life. And the funny thing about fear is that it's not real a lot of times. Like the shit that we're fearing, the things that we're truly scared of, don't end up happening. You know what I mean? And we just, a lot of times we need to feel like we need to know the answers. And you can't. You don't know the answers. That's where the work comes in. You know, recovery really resembles working on self and, and rebuilding oneself. And people are afraid of that because a lot of people don't know who they are. Um, so essentially, what I, what I want to discuss here is there's two things that we are fearing. And so when it comes to sobriety, we are either, one, fearing losing something, right? Losing something that we already have. Or two, we fear not getting what we want. So let's touch on the first part, and that's fear of 
losing something that we already have. When you think about your addiction and what you have, what that resembles, the things that you already possess, the thing that you possess is it's your main coping mechanism. It is the main way that we get through life. You know what I mean? Even if you're a, whether you're a weekend warrior or, you know, or I should say like a binge user or a daily user, whether you're functional or dysfunctional, however it looks like for you, that is your release. That is the main coping mechanism that you can rely on. It, it becomes like a best friend that you build a really strong relationship with. Like going back to the toxic ex, even if it's a toxic coping mechanism for you, it's, it still works for you. It still gets the job done in the way that you intend on using it, right? The problem is, is that when the consequences start to build and we start to chase it more and our life becomes a little bit more dysfunctional as our tolerance and our usage increases, this is where we basically come to that fork in the road where we know that this isn't what it used to be. And that's how it starts to fundamentally change. Even with that said, we still fear losing that coping strategy. We fear losing that best friend because we remember the good times. We remember, you know, the, getting through certain situations that, that it aided in. You know what I mean? The problem is we need to now accept what it has truly become. And once you know that, that something is a negative vice for you and isn't something that's going to actually help you progress in life, we need to cut ties with it. That's people, places, things, substances, vices, whatever. You know what I mean? Because if we're not growing, we're dying. And that's what addiction basically represents. It represents that we are dying in some capacity, you know? And quite literally, uh, of course, when it comes to the severity of certain addictions, it is life and death, you know what I mean? So um, we fear not having a backup we, we fear not having another solution in life because it's worked for us for so long. And the thought of going through life without having that temporary relief, it scares the shit out of a lot of people. You know what I mean? Especially if you have a stressful life or, or you know, certain situations that you just don't know how to handle on your own, it becomes a really daunting task to think about that. Now, what I want to stress to people here is the point of getting sober is to learn these tools. You know what I mean? This is why going to treatment works. This is why going to meetings work for some people. This is why hiring a coach works for some. Uh, if you want to couple therapy with, with another form of uh, treatment for recovery, whatever the case may be, the whole idea is that we learn these new coping mechanisms in sobriety. You can't, you're not going to know how to handle shit when you haven't dealt with it yet, though. You know what I mean? You have to go through these experiences in sobriety with abstinence. And it's not like you can continue using drugs while learning new coping mechanisms. You know what I mean? It doesn't, it doesn't really work that way. We need that abstinence and that clarity of mind, of a clear mind to actually process our uh, new ways of handling things and also processing our emotions while going through them. That's a big part of recovery is understanding self and becoming aware of self 
and becoming aware of certain emotions and certain things that we've probably been ignoring for a long time. And everybody's situation is different, right? We all use for different reasons, and, and that's fine. But what it really boils down to is, is it's alleviating some type of pain. So we need to experience these emotions in recovery. You know what I mean? That's why early recovery can be such a seesaw for, for people. Um, because you're experiencing things for the first time in a really long time, you know? Um, so the second thing I want to talk about here is the the fear of not getting what we want, right? We touched on the fear of losing what we already have, and that's basically losing like our best friend. Now, on the flip side, there is a fear of not getting what we want, and that is not getting what we truly want in sobriety. That's not getting the type of life that we desire. And what I mean by that is, a lot of people don't think that a good life awaits them in recovery. People think that sobriety, what, how you've processed sobriety in the past and a sober mindset, you correlate that with pain. So you can't imagine where, you can't imagine a life where sobriety all of a sudden is this great, peaceful, serene state of being. You know what I mean? It's like a foreign concept. And that is truly scary too. I mean, if think about it, right? If you have a goal in mind, but what you are visualizing and imagining is something that is a, a negative feeling, a negative emotion, why are you going to be motivated to do that, right? It's like shooting for a goal. Why would you shoot for a goal? that is going to add stress to your life. And that's how people look at recovery. That's how people think about sobriety. It's that fear of not getting what we truly want out of life. And what we truly want out of life is peace of mind. We want serenity, we want fulfillment, we want purpose. And that can be found in, in recovery. I'm telling you that from personal experience, right? This is what I help people figure out in my coaching. And this is what other routes of recovery are supposed to help you do is to find that purpose. And what I can promise you is that even though sometimes it's not easy to get there, the battle is well worth it. You know what I mean? And 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 I don't even want to call it a battle. It's not even like that. Like sobriety is not supposed to be a battle. Addiction is a fucking battle. You know what I mean? And it's a battle every single day that if we survive, if we survive the battle, it's, it's basically a victory. And because addiction ends in three different places, that's jails, institutions, and eventually death. Eventually it does take us out. Recovery, on the other hand, I don't, that's why I don't like the fact I use the word battle. It's not supposed to be a battle. It's supposed to be a journey. It's supposed to be a, a journey and a revelation to freedom and figuring out self and coming to different levels of awareness and transcending as a human being there's no battle in that now what i was getting at was sometimes there are tough there are tough times of course that's life and we learn through those tough times we learn through the failures and and you know getting through difficult uh, certain points in our lives that we're not sure how we're going to get through but getting through it is the is the battle test that is the test the the that we're supposed to experience to toughen up you know what i mean 
it's kind of like when you meet, you know, a trust fund baby, people who have been handed something their whole entire life, those people are not battle tested. You know what I mean? But now when it comes to people who are in recovery and getting sober, we've been through the fucking ringer. Like, that's why I always come to this place where I try to tell people, listen, like addiction is not, it's not a curse. What was once your curse can actually become a massive blessing. What was once a liability will become an asset once you actually commit to recovery and start on that path because all the things that we went through in our addiction really turn into learning experiences to to make our future more fruitful. The only problem is when we don't learn and when we don't get sober and we continue to just drown in misery, it's not serving us in any way. However, when we start to turn the tables and get on a different path, we're able to really look back on those times as, you know, a a phase that we got through and those failures are are invaluable. And I really mean that. I mean, the biggest hardships in my life, um, whether it be an addiction or not, but a lot of them were an addiction, but the, the toughest moments that I ever went through in my life have become the pillars of growth for me. You know what I mean? So I'm grateful for those times. And you could be listening to this now and being like, fuck, man, like, you know, I'm really struggling and I don't think I could ever get sober and my life is ruined and all these things that we tell ourselves, right? But what, I, what I'm trying to tell you is this can actually be the biggest blessing of your life. And, and I actually mean that, <laughs> you know, I, I experienced it myself. So I want to encourage you a little bit if that's something that you are going through that uh tough times do pass you know what i mean and sometimes you just have to keep your head down and keep pushing forward and moving forward because what's the alternative you know what i mean if you're going through hell you don't unpack your shit and stay there right you keep on moving through so that fear of not getting what we want that you know bringing it back to that fear of not having the type of life and sobriety that we want is actually paralyzing you and, and keeping you stuck in a life that you truly don't want. You know what I mean? Like, flip it around a little bit. What type of fucking life awaits you in addiction? You've been through, you, you're going through, you might be going through it now or if you've experienced it in the past, right? What type of life does that bring you? And we ignore that a lot of times. We fear certain change, but, but we're not being realistic about the present. And the truth of the matter is, I always tell people, if you want your misery back, you can have it. But you know what addiction looks like, so why not try getting sober? Why not giving sobriety a real shot, right? If you want your misery back, you could always get high again. You could always drink again. It'll always be there. You know where to find it. You know the resources and have. you know you have the capabilities to do it. But I have a really good feeling that if you do things the right way, and work on yourself the way that I know that we, you, you could and should, that you wouldn't go back to that lifestyle. Nobody would, right? Nobody wants their misery. Or I should say nobody wants their misery back when they've found a better path, you know? So that's pretty much all I got today. It's basically breaking down the two different fears. And, and ask yourself these questions like, what is it that you're fearing? If you're in this position now, what's stopping you? What's really holding you up from 
you know, trying something different. What the fuck are you waiting for? There's never going to be a perfect time. So don't say that. (laughs) Everybody says, oh, well, you know, I got this thing coming up in a couple weeks. I have this going on in a couple months. It's bullshit. There's always things going on in life. So there's never going to be a perfect time. Right now is always the best time. And, you know, what, what realistically are you waiting for? And the answer, there's never a good answer. There's never a bad time to do something that's good for self. And there's never a good time to continue doing something that's bad for self, right? So if you need help, give me a shout, you know, let's, I'll help any way I can. And there's many different ways to, to get sober depending on your situation and, you know, let's get to work. It's time. So if you need help, you can reach out to my line. That is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. Much love. I hope everybody has a tremendous Friday and has a great kickstart to the weekend. And uh, I will see you guys on the next one.